0: of radio
1: hello hello hey, hey how's it going good sup what's, what's up oh just highlander highlander season you know how it is <laughs> yeah.
0: he is immortal
1: I, I tell you everything about the the lore of the franchise becomes more baffling the quicker you watch everything
0: <laughs> what, what?
1: it's like, wait, but I thought in the last episode that that was, "Eh, don't worry about that. (laughs) What about the second movie? Don't you ever speak of it.
2: (laughs) they, They mentioned that second movie, like in the fifth episode of the first season. Did they? Well, he talks about like a fairy tale type thing and bad building, bad day at building a, which kind of refers to them like being from a different planet.
0: Oh. Oh yeah, the uh, from planet Zeist.
1: Yeah, oh, well, yeah. <laughs> or the distant past. Where they had, you know, jet packs and laser beams and shit.
0: <laughs> also guys, I apologize. I'm going to cough from time to time. I'm still recovering from the pneumonias. Yeah. I also cannot drink, so I'm still on antibiotics.
1: So I'll be drinking for two. Yeah, you will. Oh, <laughs> well, Jim <Jen> just slept. <laughs> He's like, oh, wait, you want me to speak on this? Fuck that.
2: <laughs> I, I knew Bad Day in Building A is a really horrible episode. I didn't think it was that bad.
0: Oh, that's the, the one weird. where he kills the janitor. I'm pretty sure.
1: Is that is that, that one?
0: That's yeah, the one where like... they're like in court, right?
1: Oh, shit. Yeah, that's right okay oh, oh my god
3: you know
0: we'll save it for the pod yeah yeah Oop. I I have questions about that because I have a theory yeah
3: can you hear me now <gasps> hey, Yay! There we go. magic yeah we're good what, what, what was it <laughs> I don't know uh. <laughs> were All you in course. driver safety mode I was not <laughs> yeah
1: all right, well, I, it's, it's working now, so we should just jump right into it. No.
0: Yes.
2: <laughs> I was born 400 years ago in the highlands of Scotland. I am immortal, and I am not alone. Now is the time of the gathering, when the stroke of a sword will release the power of the quickening. In the end, there can be only one.
3: Here we are, born to be kings with a prince
1: Hey everybody, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I, learned I Learned from, from Movies. Mini Episode, uh, but it's definitely not gonna be many because we, we are
0: immortal, <laughs> <laughs> And here we are!
1: Guys, we're talking about the Highlander TV series. Oh we watched all six seasons, but Yeah, we did. We're not alone for this, babe. Oh thank God. We have Highlander experts, Michael Bagford and Jim from the History of Bad Ideas podcast. Hello. What's up? (laughs) Oh, not much. Just, you know, living for centuries. I'm assuming killing tens of thousands of people. Um, over the centuries you know just one a week but it adds up after a while
0: no no, no babe the one a week we we fed up like season five is a new thing he went like 200 years with only killing like one person
1: oh uh, well that's right The because of the gathering it was starting to, he was uh yeah. starting to get that that blood thirst. but
0: yeah he got that itch to be the only one uh, he just wanted some goddamn peace and quiet
1: but before we dive too deep into this, babe, I don't know about you. Oh, uh, I'm a little sober.
0: Uh, and I'm just thirsty. Sorry, guys, the time of this here recording. I'm still recovering from pneumonia, and I'm still on antibiotics.
1: Oh, what you got over there, then?
0: Um, some doxycycline, and oh, never mind. Um, <laughs> I have. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, it's sexy from Fever Tree Premium Ginger Beer made with natural flavors including exotic drink ginger if you mix three-fourths of your drink in this mixer it will mix the best cool pop my tops and this is one of my cute little five ounce cans that that i accidentally bought but they're so cute see what a huge drinking
1: Oh, well, I got from Rogue Brewing out of Newport, Oregon. I got their Dead Guy Ale. Why that? Because, you know, Highlanders, they're not dead guys. I don't know. Uh, it's a MyBox, 6.8% alcohol by volume, 12-ounce can. What's up?
0: Oh, what's up? It, it, I can't even hit that. Yeah,
1: now. that's why I'm helping.
0: Oh, it's Mmm. <laughs> and so you, we'll
3: just you know call, what it is. We're it's we're delicious. We'll call it Undead Guy uh, Ale this time. It is immortal! <laughs> Are you guys drinking anything on your ends? I am currently drinking a sparkling ice uh, orange mango flavor.
0: Ooh! <laughs> Sorry. Ooh! <laughs> but
3: I am currently doing dry January, so I am not having any alcohol this month. Ooh!
1: oh sounds like you're starting 2024 on the wrong foot my friend but uh <laughs> how about you mike I,
2: I wish i was drinking that weird uh stuff that like Connor mccloud drinks in the movie like that Ren Morgay stuff or whatever it is but i'm just drinking a coke
1: oh the thing oh. for like 1783 that we're like oh that's vinegar that, that's what that is sir
0: <laughs>
2: yeah just straight up malt vinegar
1: nice little
0: I mean, there was a time in my life where I would have just drank straight up malt vinegar.
1: But now you're not on crack. I don't know. I don't know. That's- <laughs> I,
0: don't know. I had some sort of vitamin deficiency.
1: <laughs> I need vinegar in my veins, not just piss,
0: dude. The like the little bottle of uh, Trader Joe's balsamic, I would like pour myself like a half a shot.
1: Oh gee. Yeah, I had a problem. Mix it with some sparkling water. You got yourself a lowball. <laughs>
0: uh i believe it's called like a shrewd or something remember we tried one Mm. was that when they put the the yeah there's
1: the the one farmer's market or whatever yeah that's yeah anyway guys we're talking about highlander yes it was a television series It, it it popped up right after the second movie but before the third one 119 episodes from 1992 to 1998 Uh, Mike what's your history with the Highlander series like the movies and the television series and whatnot oh uh
2: with the television series um I think as a kid I kind of remember seeing it like on USA or TNT or whatever it was on but I don't think I've really ever watched it at the time I know my uncle John was a big Highlander fan and I think he actually had like one of the swords that you could order from like the catalog Oh, nice. or whatever cool. um later i started getting into the films uh mainly the first one because i was a big uh, fan of the band queen and they had they did the music for that
1: and yes. yeah
2: I, I started i started listening to uh, podcasts a podcast a few years ago and uh a, the host of rock solid was on this uh podcast called highlander rewatched where they pretty much talked about Queen's music, and they have they uh, they pretty much covered the whole Highlander TV series as well as the films. Uh, I watched their extensive episodes on the film, not watched, but listened to their extensive episodes on the films, and I really enjoyed them. But I had not seen the TV series yet, so I had started I started watching the TV series and i started really enjoying it uh i think like the first uh time i saw uh adrian paul duncan mcleod in a highlander thing was actually highlander endgame and this was like several years before i even saw the first highlander film so it was like one of the first highlander films i watched and i was uh, not really impressed with endgame at the time and i was wondering <laughs> Who in the hell is this Adrian Paul character trying to be like a Christopher Lambert in this film? But uh once I started watching the TV series, uh I think Duncan McCloud is my favorite of the of the Highlanders. Oh and I think I might actually like the series better than the first film, which I've always held in high regard.
1: Okay, interesting. Interesting. How about you, Jim? What's your history with the the highlander uh i don't know cinematic universe hcu
3: yeah when it came again i was a fan of the original movie and when the the second one i well i i just don't believe it exists hmm. um i i <laughs> might have watched it at one time or another time but i i think it's all gone now but i was in like college when the uh uh television show was run it was was airing and so uh I didn't watch it regularly then. I caught most of it uh in rewatch uh a few years later, but I was always a fan. Um I do like Duncan McLeod better than uh Colin McLeod too, or Connor McLeod. So he's not a, Michael's not alone in that. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you I you think it might be girl. because the-
1: you have more experience with uh with Duncan rather than Connor, where it's you know, six seasons of a TV show as opposed to three and a half movies?
3: Yeah, he was he was in my house like every week. So <laughs> I get to hang out with him a whole lot more. Nice.
1: And uh how about you, babe? What's your your Highlander history?
0: Um, I know I watched the first two movies with my dad because that was the one thing my dad did. Is expose us to ridiculous movies. Um <laughs> excuse me. I don't think I I didn't really I didn't really watch the show. Like I'm sure I saw an episode or something here and there, but didn't really watch it. But when I was in like when I was like 21 and I was in junior college, I was friends with these two amazing twins, two redheaded twins. Yeah. And they they were they were the first or they, they were one of the few people I knew who didn't have roommates like because they were each other's roommates, mm. but like they could have people over at their apartment because they didn't have to worry about waking up their roommate. And they had every single episode on VHS and they had them on catwalk shelves around their living room. And if you line up all of the VHSs, it creates the Scottish Highlands. Wait,
1: VHSs or DVDs? VHSes. Oh, no, yeah, shit, I guess VHSs. Yeah, VHSs. Really yeah, shit.
0: Yeah. And they were like, and they had, like, the movie post, or they had, like, a poster with, like, Duncan on it. I don't know what it was from. Um, but they were like, oh, my God, do you know the Highlander? And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's the weird one where, like, Sean Connery is, like, a Spanish Egyptian or something. And they were like, <laughs> no, 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 you got to see the real one. And they picked, like, their favorite episode, and I don't remember what it was. But now rewatching it, I realize it was definitely season five or season six intro, <laughs> intro because I was, like, watching the intro, I was, like, not impressed. And uh, you could not convince me that the real Queen did the music. I was like, nope, this is a knockoff. Not because I didn't think the music was good, but because I thought Queen was too good for a TV show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, technically it was for the movie six years before, but yeah, I get it. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, first one was one of my dad's favorite movies. Uh, the second one we watched once and thought we had rented the wrong movie. Um, <laughs> the TV series, I... I knew it existed, but, uh, but you know, yeah, I was on like USA, and I don't think we had like cable at the time or whatever. And by the time we did, it was like season four, so I knew it was like on before Renegade or something like that. But if I caught an episode, it was like you know, what whatever episodic thing was going on, it was like, oh yeah, this is cool, or oh I don't care, click, no let let's see what's on MTV. Maybe Beavis and Butthead is on or something. <laughs> um, and then yeah, the other movies, yeah, the third movie I'd seen a bunch. Um, because yeah, I rented it and uh, Deborah Unger's hot as uh, yeah, and then yeah, Endgame and the source. I didn't even, I didn't even know they existed, yeah, I didn't know they existed until we got the five, the five pack or whatever. Mm-hmm. So now we own all of them, yay! <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you guys out there may be wondering, what, what the hell TV series, yeah, yeah. So, from 92 to 98, 119 episodes, um, lots of directors, but uh, I guess about a th- about a third of the episodes were directed by Dennis Barry. Uh, there's also five episodes by Mario as a party and three from Jorge Montesi. Uh Mike, why would these names sound familiar? Uh I, you gotta tell me. Who are they speaking? <laughs> Well, Mario and Jorge uh, directed, I'd say, just more than half of the 22 episodes of Captain Power and the Soldiers of the Future. (laughs) So a few years later, they came over and did some Highlander. (laughs) I almost forgot I did a whole uh, show about that. That's right. You can check our past episodes. (laughs) Go through all the Captain Power and Soldiers of the Future episodes. That's right. The 1987 Canadian children's show set in a post-apocalyptic future. It's great. And uh yeah, we mentioned Adrian Paul. Who's he? Well, he plays Duncan McLeod in all 119 episodes. And uh he was in, okay. Here's his uh his uh his filmography here. Um 20 episodes of War of the Worlds in the nineteen eighties there, three episodes of Dark Shadows, one episode of Murder She Rogue. Hey. By the way, was he do 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 did we find out if he was a a real ballerina or not? i know he was not that episode but hold on let me make Google a lot future, of sense <laughs> future steve i believe
0: he was a dancer
1: yeah um but then he started getting into movies like love potion number nine
0: love potion number nine that's
1: right the uh sandra bullock tate donovan vehicle check it out everybody uh dead men can't dance where i'm assuming he's a dancer gonna <laughs> say. uh then this uh movie called the breed and then after this, 22 episodes of a show called Tracker, where he's the lead. We might have to check that out. I saw it was on TV. Hey! Uh, and then we start getting into movies like eyeborgs, Cold Fusion, <laughs> A.E. Apocalypse Earth, Stormageddon. <laughs> yeah! And then he popped up in three episodes of Arrow as Dante, and a movie called Wildfire, colon, The Legend of Cherokee Ghost Horse. Alright, here we go. All right, I've
0: got it. Adrian Paul was born in London. He is British. He's British. Um, he was a dancer and then choreographer as a teenager. Oh. He was also a capable football player, guessing. A kicker? Oh, he played <laughs> He played for the Cray Wanderers in London Spartan League. Um, okay. <laughs> then he moved to the US to career, pursue a career in dance and modeling. He was then picked up by 1987's
1: Beauty and the Beast series. Oh, shit. Ron Perlman and uh, Linda Hamilton, right? Yeah, yeah. That, that's a show
0: I watched when I was a kid.
1: Yeah.
0: I believe me and my sister called it the Ugly Kitty Show. Yeah. <laughs>
1: because shout out to Ron Perlman.
0: We would have been like five and six.
1: Oh, yeah. That makes sense.
0: But, like, I'm like, mom, we watched a show with an ugly kitty man in it.
1: (laughs) Island of Dr. Moreau.
0: (laughs) Sam Sharom's just like, that's great, kids.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Apparently, he's also in a couple of music videos as well. He was in Duran Duran's My Own Way from 1981 and Queens Reich's Eyes of a Stranger from 1988. I did not know that.
1: Oh, Oh, shit. shit oh my god yeah, okay yeah so so my dad huge queen's reich fan and i guess i am too he had the uh the the vhs of like all the music videos or whatever and now that you mentioned that i <laughs> like yeah yeah he was definitely in that
3: <laughs> i well, trying to place him from that video <laughs>
1: <laughs> Man, i'm gonna have to find a copy of that somewhere maybe it's on to tu- or uh, youtube or something but yeah let's see um But yeah, who else was in this show? Well, we can't have just the Highlander. That would be nuts. So uh, second billing goes to Stan Kirsch as Richie Ryan, everybody's favorite comedic (laughs) sidekick, right? Jesus fucking Christ. Although... 107 episodes.
0: Oh, that is 100 too many. (laughs) But I will say, Richie has probably the best exit in the show. (laughs) I mean... And I did not I mean, believe it. I think there's it. only,
1: like, two people to really exit the show.
0: <laughs> and I did not believe it for, like, three more episodes. <laughs> I was like, nope, they're going to bring this bitch back.
1: Yeah, but uh, you might know him from Streets of Beverly Hills. This, two episodes of JAG, and six of Invincible. That's it. That's all I really got. He's in other things, but I've never heard of any of them. And we have, uh, you know... <laughs> We'll start with season one here where we have Alexandra van der Noot as Tessa.
0: Yeah, Tessa. <laughs> well,
1: well twenty-seven episodes as Tessa and one episode as Lisa Hall, but we'll get to that. <laughs> uh she's a Belgian actress. Um Basically, it, this is really the the biggest thing she was in. Um, and I, I found this out. Apparently, she left the show to be with her family. Like, it Uh-oh. wasn't like they wrote her out or whatever. She was just like, I'm kind of done. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. We got an idea. I want to be a mom. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. Good for her. Good for her. <laughs> uh, let's see. Third building, we got Jim Burns as Joe Dawson, who's a musician and voice actor. And... um, Guys, uh, I'll tell you, it was early season five when I realized Joe didn't have legs. I don't know how you I, didn't know I, that. Because he just walked with a lip, and I was like, okay, it's a guy with a bad knee, I and Googled blah, blah, blah. The first episode he showed up and told you. I, 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 babe, you know I don't listen. <laughs> but yeah, it, it was like season five when I was like, wait, wait, why well, Lieutenant Dan ain't got no legs? <laughs> and, and, uh that's what it, it's what happens when we watch the show at the end of the day i think there is that yeah. yeah
0: yeah that was our nighttime show going to bed show so also the original um not mortician in csi who's the guy who carves up the dead bodies and eats sandwiches
1: yeah uh mortician or uh the corner the, the coroner. corner
0: the uh the first coroner the older guy also had no legs. Oh. They didn't make a big thing of it in the show because he asked them not to. Like he uses a cane and he hobbles around. Yeah. But he said he just wanted to be a disabled actor playing a mostly abled character and it shouldn't even matter. And they just never made it a thing.
1: Well there you go. Well he's not just a legless musician. No he's also <laughs> in uh 16 episodes of Camp Candy, 74 of Wise Guy, 19 of G.I. Joe, uh Omen Four, The Awakening. Not to be confused with the quick thing. 1992's Dirty Work. Uh, five episodes of Conan the Adventurer. 65 episodes of Sonic the Hedgehog. 20 of Madeline. 26 of Double Dragon. Uh, he's Merlin on King Arthur and the Knights of Justice, if anybody remembers that show. <laughs> uh, he's Dr. Light in 27 episodes of Mega Man. Uh, he was in 97 episodes of this. He was in Beast Wars. He was in RoboCop Alpha Command. Uh, Roswell conspiracies, aliens, myths, and legends. <laughs> Apparently, he was the narrator on like forty episodes of those. Uh, he's in Spider Man Unlimited um, and Alienator, Alienator's Evolution Continued, whatever that is, uh, and thirteen episodes of Andromeda and twenty six of Stargate Infinity and Beyond. Yeah. <laughs> he's kept busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, what do we think of Joe on the show? Oh, i like again. his
2: character in the show
1: yeah
0: I, I-, I like joe i don't i liked him me, better in earlier seasons i feel like they utilized him better he sort of became a mcguffin fix it towards in later seasons <laughs> yeah. but overall i liked his character and i thought that the the quality of his character was very good the whole show they just didn't utilize him fully
1: yeah he basically comes in season two he's the a member of these watchers who have observed the 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 immortals season two yeah yeah it was was season two yeah <clears throat> and they, the they watch
3: us have been there, they've been there the entire time, but we just didn't know about them
1: exactly. Exactly. But, but you know, Duncan finds out about them and they become friends. And I don't know, I, at some points, I swear they were goddamn dating or something the way they fight. But, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, not not bad. But yeah, he's definitely uh exposition dumped the character in a lot of episodes, yeah, because he's like oh, you, you're you you're looking to this guy? Well, his name is, I don't know, Konos or whatever, and he's dot, 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 dot. You know?
3: Yeah. <laughs> I'll agree with Izzy. I like them better early early uh, seasons when there was more of a, uh a antagonistic uh, thing with him and Duncan when they weren't buddy-buddy the entire time.
1: yeah yeah. they they were like spies but they were like you know there was the mutual respect or whatever like they know they're you know like you're not supposed to know about us but you know i can help you You seem like one of the good ones kind of thing but towards the end it was like okay joe first off you're not even part of the watchers anymore yeah, I, I don't know. You have a bar in France or whatever, or the city, depending on what part of the season. He in.
0: owns both bars. He <laughs> somehow man's both bars. I, at some point just assumed that there were actually two Joes. They were twins. Oh shit. One is Joseph. And one <laughs> is uh, Jose. No, he's a, was it Jojo Shabadoo? Oh, yeah. Joey Jojo Shabadoo?
1: Yeah, Joey Jojo Shabadoo.
0: <laughs> oh, Joey Jojo, come back. <laughs> Sorry, Simpsons joke in there. (laughs) If you don't get that joke, you're under 40. Um, But uh, yeah, I just assumed there were two Joes.
1: There you go. Well, instead, there was another character that came in, I think around season three or whatever, Peter Wingfield as Adam Pearson, a.k.a. Mythos. I'm
0: not going to lie, I fucking love Mythos. (laughs) He is what the show needed. Yeah. Yeah. Who's Mythos, babe? He is as far as we know the oldest immortal mm-hmm. and it's because he hates a fight he, he hears a swing and he runs
1: <laughs> he hears a sword get on the sheath and he's like smoke <laughs> yeah he's like the oldest one but also he's introduced because he's a member of the watchers <laughs> and and then we find out, like, whoa, wait, he's the oldest immortal. Yeah, he's he's just been Adam. hiding in plain sight as one of the watchers. Which and is then, fucking genius. Yeah. uh But you may be wondering, what else has he been in? Well, he was in 31 episodes of Highlander, 17 of Cold Squad. <laughs> I, I assume that's some sort of like cold case show.
0: Yeah.
1: uh 21 of Queen of Swords. Hey, there we go. He's got a type. Uh, he was Dr. Slavicki in 2004's Catwoman. Hey, uh, he was crow in super babies, colon, baby geniuses, too. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So he's made excellent choices. He was in two episodes of the L word, possibly the greatest show ever made on cable. Anybody else have watched every single episode of the L word? No, guys, I've never seen one episode of the L word.
0: Steve watched all of this before I even met him. That's right. (laughs) And in fact, I think about a week before the first time I spent the night at your house, you'd want a gift basket with like five seasons of the That's right. And you had them proudly displayed in your room on a shelf.
1: (laughs) I sure did. Uh, 45 episodes of Holby City, which I assume is next door to Hobie City.
3: (laughs) Right next Uh, door. Right next door. (laughs)
1: Uh, six episodes of Caprica, that's the uh, Battlestar Galactica spinoff there after like six or seven seasons, and 11 episodes of 10,000 Days, so like less than 0.1% of the show. But <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we, we, so yeah, Mythos, uh, all right, okay, okay that he comes back in the, uh, the movies? I mean, I'm down. All right. <laughs>
3: I don't get with Mitho, but I thought they had to add him since they had a character like that early on. But then had to kill him off in Darius. <laughs>
1: well, Gloria! Yeah. Okay, fine, we'll skip to it. Darius played by Werner
3: Snooker.
0: By the way, it didn't help that Mythos and Darius looked looked exactly the same. Uh, and even when they, they were having sword. fucking flashbacks of them, yeah. I was having trouble keeping track of them like, sometimes. Wait, I thought
1: it was Darius that was back in World War One. Like no, that is Darius. Oh, is that Mythos? Yeah. Yeah. So, by
0: the way, Steve Steve screamed that at the pets for like six months. straight.
1: Every time. Oh, my God. I think it happens at least two dozen times during the course of the show. Oh, yeah. We have a flashback to Duncan running up into the church, looking down at a pile of chairs and screaming. (laughs) But as mentioned, played by Werner Stocker, who's a German actor, uh, and actually won Best Younger Actor 1983 in Germany. Oh. Uh, he was in lots of German stuff. And he was even in 1987's TV movie, The Dirty Dozen, colon, The Deadly Mission. Um, And then he did five episodes of this towards the end of season one. And then you know why he didn't come back, babe? Because they killed him off unfortunately he passed away in 1993 at the age of 38 of a brain oh my tumor. god yeah so oh. Dark. That, that may have just been like last minute rewriting or something unfortunately yeah i, I was like oh oh darius
0: Darius. <laughs> well if he had a brain tumor he would have been having some symptoms so maybe he asked to no longer be part of the show maybe yeah yeah
1: yeah i could see that
0: <laughs>
2: unfortunately he did not have the blood of kings <laughs> he's um, not
1: immortal. well okay so his we'll start he's so totally his character oh. <laughs> his character darius though he, he he's been around for oh, gosh it was at least a thousand years or whatever because i remember in the flashbacks he was like in the middle ages and stuff but it was because he was just hanging out as like a monk or a priest or whatever on holy ground and as everyone knows you can't fight on holy ground nope guys would that be your go-to method if you were okay okay guys if you're immortal i'll bring it up now how are you getting through the days are, are are, are you going through and like slaying people so you become i don't know smarter stronger faster more intelligent whatever you you're you're going around killing magician immortals so you can become a magician or i don't know someone who knows how to play chess but doesn't want to learn on their own
0: i feel like i feel like if i become an immortal i probably would like misunderstood it it's about like 100 years like eating hearts or something and somebody's like you don't have to do that you just have cut off
1: heads." oh son of a bitch oh (laughs) oh really okay (laughs) how how about you mike Mm -hmm. i wouldn't be quoting
2: broadband i know that for sure
1: (laughs) (laughs) nice how about you, Jim? How are you doing? You know, people are coming after you with swords. Are you are you lying low? Are you? I don't know. I'd be up, lying. I'd be lying
3: low in like cemeteries and in churches, but then I'd also be out like, m- like mowing down people in cars and just being the like, dirtiest, <laughs> cheapest, uh, immortal out there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't be uh, ha- having your uh, own goddamn uh, Blackwater team or whatever shoot them up, and then you walk up and take <laughs> off their heads. Oh gee, why <laughs> I mean, would I say that? No, Jim's I mean, definitely that Jim's more.
0: Share. <laughs> Jim's definitely more the, the guy who hung hang, hung out at the monastery. And then when immortals uh went to take a little stroll into town, takes him out in the woods.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yep.
1: <laughs> yeah, so so that character, the character that does do that, have the SWAT team or whatever, uh, that is Roland Gift as Xavier St. Cloud. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mike, do you know who Roland Gift is? Yes, he's the lead singer of
2: Fine Young Cannibals. Yeah!
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When I
1: when I looked it up and saw that, I was like, "Holy crap! It is okay."
3: There are there are lots of singers in this show.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We'll get to the special guest stars list too, but. Uh... <laughs> But yeah, so uh Roland here you know, Xavier St. Cloud, he's in five episodes, uh, and across like three or four different seasons too. Like he's got the the first yeah. one where what is it? He like gas it, like uses mustard gas to rob yeah. stores, and then he like loses his hand towards the end of that two episode right. thing. And then
0: we answer a very important question. Yeah. <laughs> Go for it. Uh so if if an immortal is, you know, sort of taken apart, but their head's not removed from their torso. Like, can they come back together? Turns out they cannot. They were not careful. There you go. Because we were talking about that. Like, what if, like, you just put half an immortal in
1: a wood chipper?
0: You have the bottom That's half. It. Like, would it be <laughs> fine the next morning? Because obviously the top half.
1: <laughs> about the left half? Or, you know, see if that grows back. I don't
2: know. Well, there's <laughs> one episode in, like, season one where, like, Duncan uh, knocks the immortal off a boat, and he that immortal gets crushed by the boat motor and he does not come back at all
0: no but they sort of tease that he could
2: yeah like, wasn't that wasn't got that well, quicken? the quickening though
0: oh okay never mind
2: because oh. he went right into the blade and his body parts went everywhere
0: so <laughs> so then like so then here's my question that's still not answered okay. if you slice an immortal in half like long ways like hot dog wise
1: but like, like like down, like, down the sorry. middle uh-huh. like, oh, okay yeah like
0: along the spine like you just cut him in half that way you have not decapitated him but apparently he won't just glue back together so <laughs> then they just live
1: in a permanent state of
0: <laughs> maybe
1: that'll be answered in the uh chad staleski directed uh henry cavill starring reboot they're planning on doing and then like what if so
0: mortals you know were born what happens if the mom dies before the baby is born? Is there just like a fetal immortal stuck in there, <laughs> there dying over and over and over again? Just
1: just buried with the mom, just on the ground, not ringing yeah. that bell. Yeah, see, these are the things Azy and I think of while we're watching shows. <laughs> well, we're and we're like, gee, I can't wait for an episode to never answer this because it's too goddamn crazy.
0: Although, although Steve did conjure it. He did ask what would happen if an immortal was born and with special needs? That's
1: right. He Coming sure had an
0: episode. Steve, who was the actor who played that? that oh, character?
1: that's Pruitt Vince Taylor. Where do we know him from? Uh, well, shit, we've seen him in, uh,
0: uh recently.
1: And yeah, X-Files, uh, Red Heat and, uh, canine. Was it canine? K-? Yeah. Canine. <laughs> we played, what was it? Benny the mule or whatever. We're like, well, right? that's not who I was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> more on him later maybe uh <laughs> uh so yeah who else we got hey how about the other love interests of uh oh Duncan? because you know yeah. if you're immortal you you gotta have plenty of hot and cold running boontang right especially after your hot french model passes away <laughs> right
3: but then you just have to find an immortal so she doesn't die on you
1: I mean, you would think that would be easy and no problems there, but Elizabeth Grayson as Amanda DeRio. Yeah. Uh, She was Miss America 1982.
0: Did you guys know that? No. She's cute as hell. I get it.
1: Yeah, yeah. She started off acting in, uh, well, the first one I noticed was uh, Death of the Incredible Hulk, 1990, which if I remember correctly involved him falling out of a helicopter or something. I don't know. It was a while back uh let's see March for death the steven seagal classic two episodes of renegade of course two episodes of murder she wrote yep watch those two 29 episodes of this and then spoilers 22 episodes of the spin-off highlander colon the raven
0: hey
1: there you go oh, and, oh that's a rough show yeah, yeah yeah i think we saw it was on two we were like oh do we want to you know what We'll, we'll wait. <laughs> we'll let this one marinate a bit. <laughs> uh, but there's also Lisa Howard as Dr. Ann Lindsay.
0: Oh, God damn it. <laughs> she is the worst woman on this show.
1: <gasps> well, as an actress, uh, Lisa Howard was in Rolling Vengeance, Moonstruck, War of the Roses, 285 episodes of, Day of Days of Our Lives, 22 of This, and she was smurfed in 1999 Smurfs and in 49 episodes of Earth Final Conflict. Uh, so, b- babe, you, you didn't like Dr. Ann Lindsay? No, she looks like a fucking chipmunk. Oh, shit. <laughs> she,
0: and then her character is too fucking pushy.
1: She really she, is. She, she's real
0: fucking pushy, but then, oh, just a second. It's the animal hospital. Oh, okay. Hello.
1: One.
0: Uh this is her daughter Elizabeth. I can take it for her. Good. How are you?
1: One moment, gentlemen. All right. Oh, oh yeah. And we took uh Homer uh, Izzy's mom's dog to the uh vet today and they were doing some blood work and stuff. So I'm guessing these are the results, though it's what, seven o'clock at night? That's good for them. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you guys think about Doctor, Dr. Dr. Ann? <laughs>
3: uh forgettable
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah like izzy was starting to say yeah she's uh yeah she, she's just her, her old character was just very much like she she wanted she was really into duncan's business and of course he was obviously trying to deflect and all that but she's totally like to the point of like spying on him and just forcing herself into everybody else's situation, like, I, I don't know, something to be happening on the street, and she's like, it's okay, I'm a doctor, I can settle this for you, or whatever, yeah, it was very irritating. Plus, Duncan could do a lot
2: better, I think, than her. I mean,
1: yeah. He and he doesn't need a doctor, you know? He's just... <laughs> he's like, Wolverine, he doesn't need that shit. <laughs> oh, but I realize we... We didn't really talk much about Amanda. What, what what do we think about Amanda, the the lovely immortal in this show?
2: <laughs> I, I I like her. She's hot, but she did kind of get on my nerves on a few episodes, and she's not all that great in Highlander: The Raven spinoff.
3: I I, I liked her character. Uh, again, I I liked her just showing up randomly rather than consecutive episodes in a row just, yeah. just <laughs> pops up whenever she wants whenever she needs something
1: <laughs> yeah they have a very uh on again off again relationship over the last what 300 years or whatever but yeah she, she she always just kind of comes up and it's like hey so my latest scheme is da dot, dot dot you know <laughs> and of course duncan's like oh can't do that that's that's very bad and <laughs> in his in his wonderful French Scottish accent or whatever he's got uh but she's like oh come on or or she would just like trick him into doing something and then like okay well now we're robbing a bank
3: or you know <laughs> and you're gonna need to kill this guy he's been following me for the last like 25 years <laughs>
1: only because I screwed him over out of like half a million dollars no big deal three mortals live and let die as they say what nobody says that oh there can only be one is that the thing
2: well maybe since my baby mama's name is a man that maybe sometimes oh. Amanda strikes me in the wrong way sometimes on some episodes so
1: <laughs> you're just like drop that shit duncan get rid of it <laughs> move on can't be good for you. <laughs> you you know what take her head while she's asleep <laughs> just remember to lay the tarp down first plus questions uh let's see uh, who else we got this show oh yeah we have uh philip aiken as charlie de for about the first two seasons i think he's around
3: uh, mostly second season
1: yeah it's, uh, uh, it's, uh, after...
2: duncan buys the dojo from him
1: yeah
2: that's right oh the
1: dojo yeah so <laughs> okay so D- duncan's two main living quarters when he's living in the city, he's in the uh, <laughs> he's in the apartment above the gym that he owns and uh, Charlie runs or whatever. But from what I understand, half the people come up, you know, the freight elevator or whatever to get up to his studio apartment. And the rest just come down from the roof on his little spiral staircase that he has that goes up there. And I assume no locking doors whatsoever. The doors are always open. The gym, his apartment, the roof access, just everybody willy-nilly just kind of pops up yeah.
3: he's an awfully awesome trusting guy for being immoral and i've and seen everything <laughs> yeah yeah, well, yeah come on in everybody's welcome <laughs> nice well
1: uh you you may be interested to know philip aiken the actor uh over 170 credits including <clears throat> he was anthony rivers in insect slash blue monkey check out our uh, grand bin episode on that one Uh, He was in FX2. He was one of the detectives on there. Uh, He was a state trooper in the Dennis Leary classic, The Ref. Uh, 16 episodes of this. He was the voice of Bishop in the X-Men cartoon. That's right. Uh, Let's see. Fly Away Home. Woo. Uh, He's even in an episode of Highlander the Raven, but as Simon Clark, not Charlie Desalvo. (laughs) Uh, what else is he pushing 10? Uh, he was the minister in In Too Deep, the uh Omar Epps Hello Cool J classic. Uh, he was in Kirk Cameron's Left Behind. That's all I need to know about that. Uh, he was in the Samuel L. Jackson Eugene Levy comedy The Man, and he was the reverend in Get Rich or Die Trying." <laughs> Sorry, the 50 Cent movie. <laughs> uh. <laughs> So, yeah, Char- Charlie, good guy. Yeah, see, we find out he was basically, what, what was it, in Nam? He was in Nam or whatever, and that's where he, he had, like, army training. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, well, okay, it well, was that far back. Okay, because I was like, wait, how, how was he supposed to be? Because <laughs> I was thinking, like, in the, you know, 30s or whatever, it's like, oh, yeah, he was in some things, like, in the early 80s, like, what, what would that even been? Like, uh, when we were trying to take over South America? But I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see, who else we got in this show? We have Michel Modo as Maurice. <laughs> so when Duncan's living in France, the other half of the series, uh, he lives on a houseboat, basically overlooking uh, Notre Dame, it looks like. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, wow, nobody else lives there. Why does he get to live there? Rich, I guess. I don't know. But uh, Michel, or uh, Maurice is his... I don't know, neighbor on a houseboat we'll never see, but he just kind of, again, unlock doors all the time, I guess, just kind of lets himself in or always, uh, or I guess for the first, was it oh, at the end of season one, beginning of season two when he's in France with Maurice?
3: Yeah, end of season one. Yeah. And then, then they move back to the States in season two.
1: <laughs> yeah but uh but uh michelle uh he, obviously a french dude uh over 100 credits nothing else i've seen though so <laughs> a bunch of french stuff <laughs> and uh mike uh this roger daltrey who plays hugh fitzcairn who uh was he a musician before he became an actor who who, who, <laughs> who are you talking about R- rog- yeah, lead singer Dalt- of The Who, Daltrey? Roger
2: Daltrey, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, Tommy himself. <laughs> <laughs> Hugh Fitzcarran himself. Yeah, Hugh Fitz-Karen. Uh Yeah, Duncan's buddy for, yeah, about 300 years there. Uh Spoilers, he does die in an episode in, what, like season four or something, but that doesn't mean Roger Daltrey doesn't stop coming back.
2: <laughs> yeah, he comes yep.
1: back quite a lot. Yeah, we get some definite flashback episodes. Uh, ho- hold on, gentlemen. My dog's being a douche. One moment. Sushi is hey, being buddy. a douche?
2: Yeah, it seems like every time I'm on an episode with oh, Steve and Izzy, like Sushi acts up their dog. I seem to bring out the assholishness and Sushi, I guess.
3: it's It's got to be the, the, the tone of your voice. It's like, I'm not him again. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Maybe he's not a big Who fan. <laughs> but, but yeah um, he's uh, one of my favorite characters in the series like he's like Roger Daltrey's pretty good actor in these episodes uh, Oh, I enjoy him what, 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 what was that Jim
3: so I, I do enjoy him in these two I am currently watching like the uh, uh, third last episode the second last episode where he's showing him what it was life would be like without got Duncan in it (laughs) whether because like the last two episodes just yeah those two guys looking around
2: (laughs) that was actually a couple of decent episodes from that last season I kind of forgot about those um yeah yeah the ones of Roger Daltrey in the last season are probably the ones that kind of stand out because I For the life of me, I can't really remember what happens in season six. I know there's like a long (laughs) period where he doesn't even use his sword because
1: he kills Richard Ryan. Yeah. 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 yeah, We'll get over that. But yeah, basically, it's when they're trying to do a bunch of spin offs of uh, other, other immortals coming in. And like, like they got the Sonya Blade from Mortal Kombat Annihilation coming in for an episode. And yeah, (laughs) it's not great. But, uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, I think Izzy and her mom are scheduling a surgery for Homer the dog. So maybe a few minutes. I don't know. I also know Izzy's mom doesn't, totally doesn't sabotage every single thing she does because, I don't know, she wants to be babied and have everybody do stuff for her. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, three months. It's already been three months. Can't wait. Hey. What up, beautiful?
0: On hold for 10 minutes and nobody answered to make the appointment so I hung up. Oh, there we go. Ain't got time for this shit. I'll call tomorrow when I have more time
1: there go. for
0: shit. So sorry about that, gentlemen. No worries. My mom's elderly dog uh, has gotten a couple of skin cysts that need to come off and uh, he needs a couple teeth pulled so they were did his blood work today. So apparently they just called and then they were like, oh, we can book that surgery immediately here let me send you the receptionist and then 10 minute hold later can't be bothered to get back to me <clears throat> that's my limit that's like if you can't even switch over the phone just be like hey i'm so sorry i'm rushed uh please continue holding yeah um you, yeah i'm done
1: yeah, but before you left you had some thoughts about dr ann
0: Oh, uh, she's too push. Her character's too pushy about problems. But then for some reason, she becomes a weird weeping puddle when she's around uh, Duncan. And it's just her whole character is really problematic. Is she a strong, independent woman? Or is she a sad little weeping puddle? Make a fucking choice there you go versus the uh the blonde fbi lady she's strong independent woman who puts her foot down and is like look if you can't tell me some some truth and answer some questions then we just can't do this we we we'd be like a one-night stand but we're not going to be a thing and she has her weeping puddle moments too because
1: yeah
0: fun fact their rating for women is not the strongest (laughs) but what about amanda oh amanda's problematic but she's awesome (laughs)
1: <laughs> she's the fun girl, the one you
0: <laughs> Yeah. And that's
2: how I describe my baby mama, Amanda, as well.
1: Oh, oh wow.
0: problematic but fun. Yeah. Well <laughs> she's, a,
2: she's a good mom to save, so it's 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 all fine. We get along fine. I'm gonna put that out there in case <laughs> she listens.
0: Uh, you know I heard like we actually have a our top patreon fan is called Michael Bagford's baby mama so I mean do we have one patreon who we've like just never heard from
1: oh yeah, yeah we 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 got one but yeah the the I I doubt it's um...
0: <laughs> yeah
1: no. <laughs> no, it's not Michael Bagford's baby mama yeah probably not <laughs> All right, Kat, you need Pickles is just being a dick now too. You want me to toss him uh, upstairs? Nah, whatever. Wait, is uh, she down? here? He's outside right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, I put him out like five minutes ago. Um, and yeah, yeah, as we were saying, Roger Daltrey is Hugh Fitzcairn. Uh, uh, you maybe, love maybe,
0: him, and they made a huge mistake killing him off. Well, that's and they, they realized that, that yeah. in flashbacks, <laughs> but like they should have not killed Fitzcairn
1: I'm sure I'm sure it was they were going back on tour or whatever but then he's like well I'm back uh do I'm like oh remember we we killed you he's like yeah but Highlanders and you know we come back and you know Connery can do it I can do it right it's like I was there
0: (laughs) perfect majestic
1: uh but you may be wondering what else would I know Roger Daltrey in and if I watch only movies and don't listen to the radio well Tommy, he was in Tommy, which I still haven't seen, but I should probably check out. Uh, The Legacy, McVicker, Mac the Knife, and of course, everybody remembers him as Blade in If Looks Could Kill. <clears throat> ah! <laughs> and John T. Coles in the Paul Hogan Cuba Gooding Jr. classic, Lightning Jack. <laughs> Uh, crickets crickets (laughs) crickets all right uh seven episodes of this uh apparently he was in limp Bizkit's break stuff video mike can you confirm this i don't think he was but i said on imdb and i was like oh maybe they had the who playing in the background or something i don't know uh two episodes of witchblade yeah and he was in an episode of once upon a time as the caterpillar in the uh alice in wonderland season i guess yeah so, yeah there we go i'm gonna throw this old man cat out upstairs too because this is annoying
2: hey what's up everybody this is joey calvez i want to tell you guys a little bit about the department of Human
1: affairs this one is a story about a team led by a retired
3: sidekick two felons a failed actor from broadway and a reprogrammed cyborg
0: Sure is. Oh, he's look cold and wet.
1: Well, that's what happens when he goes outside when it's snowing. Oh, you a good boy.
0: You're a good boy. That's all you got, though. Yep. that's all you got.
1: Well, uh, for a good <laughs> say, for a good series, you need a good villain, right? <laughs> well, you may not have a great villain for the most uh, most plentiful episodes, but Peter Hudson as James Horton. Who's he? Uh, yeah, he's basically. I I guess he was, like, the leader of the Watchers, but then he was, like, the leader of an off-sect of the Watchers who thought they should just start killing the Immortals, and then he starts coming back in, like, flashbacks and just randomly, like, oh, he escaped, but then he came back a season later, and I don't know, whatever. It's it's not... Obviously not, not one of my favorite story arcs, but whatever. But Peter Hudson, the actor, was in over a hundred things, and apparently he was an English teacher before he decided to become an actor. All right. Um, He was a sax player in Prelude to a Kiss, which I believe, wasn't that the Meg Ryan, Gerard Depardieu? I don't know. I don't Uh, watch those kinds of movies. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He was in 12 episodes of this. He was Mr. Price in Hitman, and then Babe. He's in one of your favorite movies of all time. He mm-hmm. is President Warnock in Lockout, a.k.a. Space Jail. Uh... And then he followed that up with being Captain Crowford in Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. Apparently him and Luke Basson are buddies. <laughs> uh, he was a... Ma- oh, shit. And then he was a magistrate in The Last Duel, another one of your favorite movies. Honestly, <laughs> uh... he only really
0: write uh... right four Fuck. times in the Middle Ages. Fuck that movie. Fuck that movie fucking canceled
1: but, but babe it's okay because then he started his father ridley in the nun Two.
0: oh that, that made are... everything better that's the nun Two. that's the peak of the conjuring uh, universe right
1: there apparently it's like wait did it come out yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right now we start getting into some of the uh the, the 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 more bit actors and stuff of this uh kristen minter as rachel mcleod for a couple of episodes <laughs> Just, okay
0: so, uh, so when he yeah he fucked his
1: yeah he fucked his, his great great, great 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 grandniece or whatever he can't know. have kids as his cousin yeah something like that uh mm. but you might know the actor actress kristen minter as heather in home alone <laughs> cat in cool as ice yeah yeah uh she was in three episodes of this as i don't know the so, you know, as we all know from the Highlander lore, uh, every year in the the city of Glenfinnan, all the McLeods meet up for a big family reunion. And, uh, you know, uh, Connor McLeod goes there all the time, but I guess so does Duncan every once in a while. And that's where he meets his great, 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 great grandniece in an episode when. <laughs> correct me, I'm trying to remember why he went back there. It was something to do with, like, the sword that was it up in the up in the bar that she ran right
0: oh yes so it was the mcleod sword but it was the sword that was supposed to be on connor's first wife's grave
1: oh yes and that's he right
0: was, he originally went back not for the family gathering we but because be on my birthday. yes he he went back because somebody in the city sold him a bracelet that had belonged to his duncan's first wife which means ooh, they had exhumed ooh, ooh, his me, grave so he that's went right. back
1: bracelet thing. To yeah. go Okay
0: bury it back in her grave and then he saw that the sword had been removed from the grave and he knew that that was Connor's
1: he knew the heads would roll because of it mm. All right
0: so and then they all tagged him as the guy who'd been grave robbing mm-hmm. um but then uh his great 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 grandniece uh catches him putting uh the sword and the bracelet back. uh so then like he could never be a grave robber. He's just a grave digger.
1: <laughs> there you go. Uh, you may also know as know her as Randy Fronjack in 71 episodes of ER. If you watch that show. Who? Yeah.
3: I don't know er. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I don't how you pronounce that show.
0: Did, uh, did either of you
1: lovely gentlemen
0: watch er?
3: I did watch er.
0: Is it, is it worth it?
3: Uh, the early up ep- like the early seasons are really good, but once they start, uh, again, killing off, uh, Original members, it kind of get goes downhill pretty quick. But when you have it with uh, uh, Doctor Green and uh, Anthony Edwards or uh, George Clooney, and those, it was it was pretty good. Nice.
1: And uh, I guess the other one I want to mention is Tracy Scoggins as Cassandra. Yes, you may know her from random TV episodes in the '80s, uh, The Gumshoe Kid uh demonic toys and doll man versus demonic toys stuff like that uh but she was in three episodes of this and uh she's a witch oh
0: i actually liked her character and i felt like again another character that could have been really cool and if well utilized but was sort of just played off as a gimmick and then buried
1: yeah so so babe do, do you remember your problem you had with her
0: What's the realm I had with
1: her? Well, okay, so she's a witch living in the highlands of Scotland when Duncan is but a wee lad, like maybe 14, they say, or yeah. whatever. And this is where they see the old witch of the witch of the moor or whatever and it's this, you know, fairly fetching young lady. But they're like, no, you've been here for hundreds of years. Like, yes, I have it. But, uh, but she senses something special in this young Duncan MacLeod. Yep. And, uh, She can sense his quickening. It gets kind of weird. And then they end up banging later. (laughs) I I don't think he was 14 when they banged for the first time, but uh, he was definitely 20-ish? Yeah. Maybe? I don't know. Yeah, she... And and then again, 400 years later, because they're immortals, but yeah.
0: You know, the whole whole Highlander universe is sort of filled with a lot of, like, I raised you like my own daughter, and then I married you like... and then I buried you like
1: my mother. And then I banged your great great granddaughter.
0: <laughs> like it's all over the place, and it's kind of, I mean,
1: yeah, all, all all the world is Eskimo bros in the Highlander universe, right? They're not just slaying heads, am I right? No, okay. <laughs> but guys, there's also some really good fucking guest stars for like one episode, like. I mean, for one, R.I.P., we have Richard Maul in the pilot as the knockoff <laughs> yeah. Uh
2: let's
1: See, we had uh, uh, Andrew Divoff, the Wishmaster himself, showing yeah. a couple episodes. Connor uh, McLeod was in the first episode, yep, too. Yep, Christopher yep. Lambert. Yep. Uh, friend of the podcast, Anthony DeLongis, co- pops up in two episodes in, like, season two and season five, I want to say uh kolchek or not cold uh crycheck from right, uh, right, uh west study joan jet ron perlman vanity joey pants uh jg oh, remember the vanity one like threw you through a loop yeah I'm like wait <laughs> uh ronnie piper shows up in a goddamn episode yeah, yeah. uh i don't know any, any other uh favorite guest stars um I don't know Sheena uh, Easton. I think pops up in one.
3: Uh, I think there's like six prince. The six of the Prince girls are in it. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, there are a lot of them. Uh, oh yeah, uh, Nia Peoples as Nefertiti. Oh my god! <laughs> I know that's Susie's did, favorite episode. Did you guys? Do you guys
0: remember when Duncan Macleod found an immortal in a mummy sarcophagus in yep. a museum, and she spoke perfect English? Yes. Yeah. But he had to catch her up on up to date on things like toasters anyone else not was anybody else waiting for like her to be like yeah sorry i'm actually from brooklyn and this is a con i pull on immortals
1: all the time pulling a tim curry at the end of congo yeah in
0: i was waiting for it that would have that would have made that episode two full stars better
3: there, there's no language barrier in this
1: that's right.
0: There's
3: no language barrier for immortals. They can all just that's read right. each other's it's minds. Part of the
1: quickening. <laughs> oh, oh that's it. She killed somebody <laughs> immediately after she got out of the museum or whatever and then it was like, "Oh, this is what English is." Okay. Uh we also have Tex Cobb showed up for an episode, uh DuGrey Scott, uh oh yeah, M- Musetta Vander aka uh, Sindel from Mortal Combat Annihilation and Sandra Hess, Sonia Blade from that one. Hey. Uh, Mark Singer, Mark Singer, the Beastmaster, showed up. Uh, Jason Isaacs from uh, *Event Horizon*, oh, yeah. and the Harry Potter series. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tracy Lords, Molly Parker, uh, Laurie Holden, also just like uh, Captain Power and Soldier's Future. Barra Peppa and Grindbin All Star Richard Lynch. Yeah,
2: I think the guy that plays the henchman and is in the episode as well.
1: Oh, what, uh, oh, is that Jonathan Banks? I oh, seen forgot about before. him. Like, yeah, yes, yeah, so I know he was in one too. <laughs> sorry, he said henchman and for some reason he popped in like, oh yeah, he was in an episode. It was the Indian
2: henchman from Octopussy. I think it was the one that, it was in that episode with Molly Parker as well. I forget the actor's name right now though, or his character's name in Octopussy. Yeah,
1: I don't know. Yeah, so guys, I guess what we're saying is, Man, this was a 90s series.
0: Then one of the nineties series that ever 90s in the history of 90s. <laughs> and, uh,
3: <laughs> but again, when you kill off people every episode, you need to bring in so many guest stars. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you just I can see like the casting director's like a Rolodex, like uh, just like, hey, uh, you want to be in an episode? No, you're busy? How about next week? Okay, a month <laughs> from now. All right, cool. All right, she in. Uh, you okay with being uh I I don't know, an an Egyptian goddess or whatever.
0: (laughs) I I think it's more like,
1: oh, oh my god, oh my god, Vanity's on the lot. Think we can get her for like two hours of shooting? Yeah. Vanity, quick, we need you to pretend to like Adrian Paul. Ooh, this tall hunk of meat? Yeah, yeah, perfect. No, Vanity was definitely taller than Adrian Paul. I mean, probably.
0: (laughs) Mythos was taller than Adrian Paul, and we established (laughs) that Mythos was barely taller than a countertop. Yeah. (laughs) It's always funny because, like, I mean, let's face it, the good looking guys are many good looking guys are often small because they're all like compact, like guys for, you know, like Tom Cruise and that for shows like that. And then there's very tall, good looking guys who you could never film, like Steve, because everybody, like
1: me and Sven Olcorson. Yeah, Yeah. because everybody else just comes up to your waist. It's true. (laughs) It's really weird. Tom Cruise cricking his neck all the way up. (laughs) Who's the shortest? Or talking to my crotch. Who's
0: the shortest celebrity you've met, Steve?
1: Salma Hayek. Was it Salma Hayek or was it uh, from ACDC? I mean, Angus Young. And uh, yeah, a- a- Angus Young's very small, but... <laughs> was he crutch height? Was he belly button? Uh, belly button? <laughs> okay. Yeah, but but he was also probably hungover, so it's okay.
0: <laughs> so they are a little hunching, so maybe just a little above the belly no. yeah, button. Ang-
1: Angus and, uh, what's his brother's name, Malcolm? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The, the two of them are, are the tallest chaps in the world, but Salma Hayek, I swear, you'd like fit in her fit in my pocket or something like she's just the <laughs> cutest curviest little thing
3: anyway <laughs> well you're not, not that tall steve he's just too. a
1: little guy too <laughs> i mean and then you may also ask steve who's the tallest fucking celebrity you I, guys I, I hung around in basketball circles so i met a bunch. uh mark eaton seven foot five just like the biggest averagely proportioned dude you've ever seen in your life r.i.p from far like in photos he looks like a regular guy well yeah if he's you know 100 feet away and everybody else is like 10 feet away yeah yeah yeah, he looks yeah. but that's kind of how you look like when you walk up everybody just assumes i'm short well yeah true. <laughs> uh, i mean i know
0: jim oh. and mike cannot can cannot attest to this at all right guys
3: oh yeah <laughs> Yeah, Jim, you came what up to Steve's belly button? I, <laughs> uh, I might have made it. I might have made it to his chest.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, he was def- he was definitely nipple height.
3: <laughs> no, I think...
0: Jim, you were taller than me, right? A little bit. Yeah, I'm not. I'm
1: five seven. So,
0: oh, I'm five seven as well. Yeah, I mean, I'm five dot
1: five seven. I'm slightly smaller. Yeah, but the uh, Jim's afro is what puts it over the top. It is the afro. Yeah,
3: <laughs> I have a fletch afro.
1: <laughs> all right so yeah yeah six seasons and uh basically my little rundown of the seasons i have here is all right season one we get the intros of the main cast talk about the gathering and everybody coming around chopping heads off and then we get the world building of the city definitely not vancouver nope like i think they're trying to imply it's la but it's vancouver and it's just just called the city, city. well they and actually the city- call it they actually call it sea in one episode oh do they do they yeah oh i just missed that but uh but then like what i get with almost every season it was like okay half the season's gonna be in the city and then the other half is gonna be on his uh his uh houseboat or whatever in paley i was not expecting every season to be a 50 50 split yeah (laughs) yeah baby wonders like Okay, Vancouver <laughs> in the winter, that's when they would go to Paris, probably to shoot the other episodes <laughs> or something. Dude, but when they were
0: shooting in Paris, every single interior shot you can see people's breath.
1: Yeah, well, for it's winter. every season. Because it's winter in, in Paris. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fantastic. Uh, but of course, at the end of season one, that's where we get yes! Darius! Yeah, yeah, has darius is killed on holy ground how could this be because horton and his watchers did it no yeah. and see and there was, was really no quickening it was
0: no quickening because he wasn't killed by another immortal
1: that's right oh what a waste all we could have learned anyway <laughs> so okay so that's another thing in the <laughs> series i got to bring up the uh you know the lore in the movies is like if you take someone's head you gain their knowledge and their abilities mm-hmm. and all this other stuff blah 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 I realize when it when it comes to like a TV series, you kind of have to stop that because everybody, your, you know, that Duncan's killing is basically a psycho, mm-hmm. and, and so. But I think that make it, for a great character arc. Where, I mean, we get a couple episodes where it's like, oh, we get the dark quickening, and he has to battle his demons, and blah blah blah. But yeah. I, I, uh, okay, so wrap the what was it the trouble in building A or whatever yes. the episode with the the basically and no it was a
0: uh, it was the courthouse
1: courthouse yes that's what it was that's right that's right and you know there's like a hostage situation or whatever goes on in there and then at the end uh apparently we find out that i guess duncan killed the janitor who was like the father the, the
0: father of the little girl who was hiding
1: yeah and it was like wait what yeah. But that's the end of the but episode, what? and it's never referenced again. <laughs> but but when
0: Duncan leaves, he's, like, fucking deranged. Yeah. It's, like, the end of the season.
1: Yeah, it's... All
0: right, Mike, so did he kill the janitor? Because they don't actually say it.
1: Yeah. It's uh-huh. they, they kind of inferred in the, like, news report over uh, voiceover. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like, it's, like, going through news reports, and it's, like, there were seven bodies found. And Steve's, like, yeah, because Duncan was shot, but Duncan... But, no, Duncan was walked here. out, so... Who's the other boy? I thought,
2: I thought the bad guy killed the Jan. It's been a while since I've seen this episode because it's like one of the worst episodes. In the series. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. so
0: bad.
1: <laughs> yeah, but uh, and yeah, season two basically it's just the Watcher season. Like everybody's, you know, we're we're learning more about the Watchers and getting them into the story. And then uh, season three is when we get the uh, the Kalas saga where. <laughs> Kalis comes in for like a five or six episode arc. And we also by the, get way,
0: by the way, uh Highlander, you hack Kalis's is a Klingon God. That's right.
1: <laughs> and he's not even played by JG Hertzler. Right. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and then okay, and then we start getting into season four, and basically all I have for season four up until the end is the list of villains after Kalis. And it's Kalis, Killian, Kinman, Kincaid, Kit, Kamir, Kristen, Coltec, Kasim, and then the Dark Quickening in the, the finale of the fourth yep. one. I'm uh, like, guys, guys, there are other names and like consonant sounds out there. No, no, no. The,
3: the writers got stuck on one page in the dictionary and they're like, okay, next name, next name. <laughs>
1: Well, then it continues into season five with Kronos, Kragan, Colbraith, Consone, Cassandra. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe they were big Mortal Kombat
2: fans, so they wanted to have every name start with K. (laughs) Katana.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Oh, and then, yeah, season five is where, yeah, Cassandra comes in and she's talking about like this whole, uh, Prophecy: The Duncan may be the, maybe the one foretold in the prophecy. Um, it's stupid shit. She, he's she, he is the only one who can take out the wizard, who she
0: trained apparently.
1: Yeah. So that's a fun little uh, uh thing. Oh, that's right. And Kronos and the uh the four horsemen that uh Mythos was apparently part of. Yes.
0: The <laughs> horsemen: so A
1: were real.
0: B apparently terrorized the the witch and c was mythos
1: yeah
0: i mean look he did have a life before he met duncan okay
1: i mean several from what it sounds like
0: yeah i do so i won't lie i actually kind of liked this transformation for mythos uh because it definitely like put into like just because he doesn't fight doesn't mean he can't fight
3: yeah 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 Yeah, something brought him to where he doesn't want to fight. So, yeah, he survived that long. He probably has fought in the past. (laughs) So you have to kind of include that.
1: There you go. And then at the end of season five. Oh, man, babe, what happens? Oh,
0: are we going to are we going to talk about that?
1: Of course, we're going to talk about it. All
0: right. Um, Well, there's a dark quickening and Duncan's like slipping into madness and his demons.
1: the Dark Wicking of the season before. This one, uh, he's going up against a demon.
0: Oh, that's right. He's going up against a real demon. That's right. Who's, who's playing
1: mind games with him? And yeah,
0: and looks like uh, the guy from season one or season two. Yeah, Horton. Horton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh in all the madness and confusion, uh Duncan removes the head from a Richie who's trying to help him. Yeah! <laughs>
1: And Steve fucking stood up and cheered. Finally, Richie's gone. Steve legitimately slow claps. And then, <laughs> like, oh man! Like, I knew it was going to be Duncan that did it too.
0: We're in bed watching it. Yeah. End of a late day. It's like ten o'clock at night. It happens, and we're both like, "Oh shit!" Did that really happen? And Steve's like, gets up and he's like, "Yeah."
2: Need
1: uh, like, a show? And yeah. right here we real, don't need any more real credits. Oh wait, there's there's fifteen episodes in season six. I don't know. Uh, uh, <laughs> then, to make
2: Steve feel bad, uh, the actor that played Richie Ryan, Stan Kirsch, uh, committed suicide a few years ago.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh no! I'm sorry, Richie, oh. or Stan, I guess. Oh, sorry, Stan. Steve got that. Autoerotic really asphyxiation. <laughs>
3: And Steve, uh, don't feel don't feel bad. I think the Richie character was one of the most annoying in television history.
1: There you go. Yeah. I, so so yeah, Richie and Jeff, like they they tried doing things where it's like, oh yeah, he's gonna be a I don't know motorcycle racer and stuff like that at one point, but I, I don't know. It, it was one of those things where I, they were trying to make him like Robin to Duncan's Batman or whatever, like the war that learned or whatever. But he was always just. I don't know, kind of a stupid dipshit. He, he was almost like Amanda, but younger and stupider. Just I, constantly getting into shit. I don't know. He was a hoodlum.
0: He was a punk.
1: Yeah. On guard, <laughs> you fool. <laughs> Babe, what did I refer to him as? The angel of the series, a.k.a. <laughs> angel from the Rockford Files. Angel from
0: the Rockford Files, yes. A.k.a. <laughs> the most punchable character.
1: James Garner, why don't you take care of Angel? Oh, wait, that's right. Uh, Angel saved
0: users. his ass in prison, baby.
1: Oh, literally. Yeah, I know. There's there there's there's so far once you're out of there though, where it's like, okay, okay. So we're rewatching we Rockford Files? Let's do it. Why not?
2: <laughs> I was gonna say they probably put Richie Ryan in there to For the teen crowd, since this was like syndicated on Saturday, so it's like, oh, we gotta have somebody for the kids to relate to on here. So,
1: (laughs) I like the uh, the the ten year old that's really three hundred years old episode. (laughs) That's a classic. But yeah, season six. Yeah, Richie's gone, and Duncan's going through some shit. I think between seasons, he's like hanging out at a monastery in Thailand or something like that. Like he becomes yeah. a, a Buddhist monk or whatever. And um, and then I think yeah, the demon starts. That's right. He has to return to like finally take care of the demon uh, that may or may not be the devil. I don't know. At this point, I was like, oh, cool. They ran out of ideas because now the Highlander is taking on the devil. Great.
3: Yeah, I got um, to that point. I'm like. Devil. I'm like, this is so unrealistic. They bring the demon in. I just, I can't get over to that. It's just unrealistic <laughs> yeah. at that point.
1: Get back to killing the immortals. <laughs> you know, <that's> right. <laughs> and, and then, as 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 Michael uh, mentioned several times, he cut his hair, and that's like it. It it must be like Samson. Like this yeah. series just kind of goes down from there. <laughs>
3: I, I don't know. He, he's he's an attractive man with long hair and with short hair at least. It's true. <laughs>
0: oh, he's a good-looking guy. He's not a heck of a lot more than that, but he is definitely a good-looking guy.
1: And uh and then the uh, basically season 6 is like a bunch of spin-off episodes where it's like they're trying to do the Highlander spin-off cuz I guess Adrian Paul's done with it. So yeah, uh I guess uh Mike, do you have any favorite episodes that you'd like to mention? Ah, uh,
2: one of my favorites was the uh, season three opener, which was the Samurai, which is basically oh, the yeah. backstory on how Mac, or otherwise known as Duncan, gets his sword. And yeah, with up.
1: um, shit, it was the the guy from Next Gen who was the 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 master, the sword master or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tam Tamlin Tamita was his daughter, and yeah, yeah, that's a good one
2: yeah i thought that was a really good episode a lot of those episodes that have like good uh, flashbacks usually usually work out pretty well for me uh, the ones that roger daltrey are in are pretty good standouts
3: i would say as well
1: yes nice. uh, how about you jimmy got any favorites
3: uh the favorites again i kind of always like to see like guest stars who i recognize so like the roddy piper episode (laughs) Uh, but again he he plays just a goofball character kind of how he always is and everything he's in (laughs) uh and then you get the again they they had half of the uh stars of uh uh 21 jump street when you had peter (laughs) de who was in first season and Dustin Wynn was in late second season. It's like, oh, they're just moving on to this television show now, too. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, there was definitely a lot of like uh oh yeah, I guess that show probably wrapped up in nineteen ninety-four and so they popped in for an episode or two of this, uh-huh. so, yeah. <laughs> yes yeah, so How about you, baby? Any favorite episodes you want to bring up? Um
0: you know, honestly, the uh when they first introduced uh oh my god sorry guys my brain is not fully functional I'm gonna blame the pneumonia and lack of oxygen uh <laughs> his immortal girlfriend
1: oh, Amanda, Amanda. Amanda. Amanda.
0: <laughs> when uh the first episode they brought Amanda in when she was like trying to steal things from the Louvre and he was like turning her in and shit <laughs> I actually really enjoyed that episode even though she was a huge pain in the ass um Like, it was fun to see them sort of, like, playing with each other. Uh, And then, um, again, like, I hate, I kind of didn't love it in the moment, but looking back, I also like the one where Amanda joins the circus.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I'll agree with that one. Uh, The ones I have that came to mind, uh, Duende, season five, episode 14. In 1971, Ottavio Consone, a uh, friend of the podcast, Anthony DeLogis, kills Anna's fiancé and her, her father, the father of her unborn child. But we skip forward 25 years, and now Consone is pursuing Anna's grown daughter, and Duncan is suspicious of his motives. And it was basically just the weirdness of this guy who used to bang his mom, but then killed her father You know, before she was born, and then now 25 years later, looks exactly the same, if not even more handsome, being on right, just and is like trying to bang her. And then Duncan, for some reason, having questions about like. Oh wait, this is what happened. Oh, I need to kill you. But that right. but but also with that one there's some great sword fighting with the that. The uh,
0: fighting is a uh, with yeah, the that style of sword yeah, fighting.
1: Yeah. This is the one with the uh the circle with the uh, yeah. the very particular lines where I, I forget what uh, Delange is called there whatever. He he mentioned it when we interviewed him, but yeah. like but yeah, that that whole the way that was shot and done and everything that was and very the good. flamenco dancing cuz uh yeah. the, they were both flamenco dancers or whatever the um yes. her daughter yeah i, I just really like that episode um the darkness from uh, season 2 episode 4 uh that's the one where duncan like <laughs> proposed to tess and then she was immediately kidnapped by the guy that used yes. the vision goggles. yes and the ending of that episode is fucking nuts
0: yeah Yep. Because okay,
1: I, I, i'm gonna spoil it i'm gonna spoil it yeah so duncan goes in you know saves them kills kills the you know, R- R- richie's there like outside like as backup or something duncan goes in freeze test kills the guy uh it, or is like test get out of here blah blah blah
0: Yeah. uh <laughs> richie's
1: waiting for you in the car yep babe what happens
0: uh test gets out to there uh richie's like oh my god are you okay and then a druggie comes up yep and it's like can be your money and they're like, no, now's not really a good time. And he pops two in each
1: of them. That's right. Tessa dead. Richie we find out he's immortal and he's oh. going to be the ward of uh, Duncan for the so, next four seasons.
0: So in in the same way that Steve Slow collapsed when Richie was beheaded. <laughs> this happened and it had a lot. You had the long pause on the, the two corpses and i hear no 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 no, no." (laughs) i
1: I hear the music (laughs) swelling and i'm like don't you fucking dare bring richie back and And then then i'm like he is in over 100 episodes i remember that looking up and then (laughs) then
0: when richie wakes up steve jumps up and no no you don't do that no (laughs) i believe even they're like bad tv no
1: what are some other ones um Oh yeah, the one where Richie dies at the end, uh Archangels. Yeah, yeah. Uh and I really like the uh the the Four Horsemen saga. Like like those only like what three or four episodes kind of in season 5 there, but I I I just enjoyed the like oh Mythos was really an asshole before, you know, he decided to lay low and, you know, be be a watcher and then, you know, reveal himself to Duncan and all that, but but what happened the, you know, 4800 years before that? Like yeah. Um, right. right, well I guess going around anyone have any least favorite episodes they'd like to bring up Uh, Jim why don't you go first
3: okay least favorite Uh, I will go season six like episodes one and two what he's fighting the demon yeah it was, <laughs> i'm just like I, I can just pass and just, let's just go to the end <laughs> you can just kill don't get <laughs> off here soon
1: <laughs> yeah uh let, well let, let's talk about season six in general we it starts uh, off with him being the devil my one. least yeah, favorite oh episode. Well, well what's your least favorite
0: uh definitely the egyptian one
1: yeah, you really yeah. didn't like Nefertiti. I really did yeah. not
0: like Nefertiti. And then, like, her fucking Romulus or whatever of Rome.
1: Her Romulus of Rome?
0: Remember the Roman soldier was trying to, like, talk to her. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. he's going to kill yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, definitely
1: not Mark Anthony or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. And then, um, yeah, pretty much all of season six was rough yes the dark quickening episode wore on me yeah. like it just grated my nerves how
1: about you mike
2: uh least favorite episode is one called obsession which is like in the middle of season three and that basically dealt with one of max immortal friends kind of being being an asshole in this dating relationship where he revealed to his fiance that he was immortal and she was trying to get out of that relationship and like oh, and a, lot that epi- yeah. and a lot of that. Yeah. And while that episode is like a clip show as well, I feel like maybe something went wrong with shooting where they lost footage. So they had to like put in other footage from other episodes. And this happens a couple of times in some of the other episodes. There we
1: are.
2: That's always a, that's always nice to see, but it's not an obsession at all. Yeah, and like Mac and Duncan has like this mumble monologue during one point of it, and it's just awful.
1: Yeah. Um. So, the one that always comes to mind is uh, episode uh, season four, episode three, "The Innocent." And that's the one with the uh, Pruitt guy. and Taylor is the yeah, that's Mikey, that's the special needs. That, that's a rough episode, too. And you may be wondering, how does he make it so long if he's special needs? Well, there's like two other immortals that kind of watch over him, but then they're killed off. And the guy that killed them off now wants Mikey's head, too, for whatever reason. Is and, he to finish the job? And Richie Was, it, was this the
0: guy trying to kill New Ray from...
1: Uh, Oh, Callum Keith Rennie. Yes, I think it it was was the the bad guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. If anybody
0: out there watched *Due South*, it was new Ray, not old. Or
1: *Battlestar Galactica*, or the dozens of other shows. No, he's only been on *Due South*. That's Callum Keith Rennie. I think he's still popping up in like Marvel things. Anyway, I think so. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of trains involved, and uh, (laughs) I love how Richie's the one that's like, "No, we gotta help him." Duncan and Duncan's kind of like, "Look, if it's not this guy, it's gonna be the next guy." I don't. I, i'm not into like babysitting
0: <laughs> and then they sort of hinted at that like his aura or whatever he's definitely taken some heads
1: yeah oh yeah because he because you know he gets the pull from cal and keith rennie and everybody when they're around and uh it, basically at the end uh mikey ends up taking his own life by laying his head on the train tracks as the train comes by and richie gets his quickening and i was like oh my god richie's gonna be simple jack it's going to be great. No, but, but no, he does no, get really
0: he but he does get a train for his room.
1: He sure does. Oh, great episode. No, um and
3: I I always thought of that one like why would you want to take his head cuz yeah. would that just make you worse? <laughs>
1: it, that's that's the real question, right? Um and uh Mike, I'm I'm terribly sorry. The uh season 5 episode 15, The Stone of Skun uh, oh, the flashback scan. episode with Hugh Fitzcairn tricking Duncan yeah. into helping him steal the crown jewels. Uh, meanwhile, in modern day, Duncan tricks Amanda into helping steal the stone of Skoon. So he can the, the tone of that one was just all over the fucking point. Yeah, they really couldn't stand, stand either of them me. fucking Duncan over just because he's a nice guy. And I was just like, uh skip.
2: Yeah, that one is horrible. I kind of yeah. forgot about that one. Not every episode that Roger Daltrian is great. I know that one's pretty bad
0: look here's the thing not every episode that roger daltrey's in is great roger daltrey is great in every episode he's in yeah yeah Yeah. i
2: mean he was good in it but yeah i remember
0: it's not his fault that episode sucks
1: yeah the uh the, the one where they're trying to solve his murder mystery or whatever in season six that's not a great one either but at least it's like okay this one's at least going like i i don't know it's trying to be like uh Well, Agatha Christie, Benoit Blanc, kind of, right? You know that kind of murder she wrote, kind of thing. We're like, oh, need to find out who killed me. Meanwhile, I'm just gonna hide in suits of armor and totally peep on everybody and be the worst spy ever. I don't know, but yeah. yeah. And then yeah, season six in general, yeah, starts off with yeah, Duncan beating the demon or the devil or whatever in a few episodes. And then we get the spinoff episode with Kyra uh, played by Sandra Hess, uh, Sonya Blade from Mortal Kombat Annihilation. There's that Black Tower video game episode or whatever. Oh, that was not great. Um, Yeah, the Pits murder mystery. Uh, There's the uh, Immortal Bounty Hunter Regan spinoff. That might have actually worked. Um,
2: There's that one where uh, Mephos and... Why did I just forget his name? <laughs> M- Mithos Fitzgerald? and Joe? Joe? Yeah, Mithos and Joe, like, they, they team up for, like, an episode. and Yep.
1: And Oh, it, the, the Two of Hearts episode, where I, at the beginning I thought it was brother and sister, until we saw them post-coitus. Oh, my God, like, yeah. Whoa, what? Whoa, <laughs> yeah. what's happening?
0: I legit thought they were brother and sister, and I was like, ooh, this is going to be cool. They're going to be, like, twin immortals or something.
1: Yeah, instead it was she was immortal and he's just a guy that I guess they've been together a couple of years or whatever. But I, I'm assuming it was when he was 16 and but now he's 40. I don't know. And then yeah, the the whole uh, finale with uh, Duncan, I, I don't know, being in the afterlife and like looking back on the past episodes and I, I don't know, trying to figure everything out. Or, I, I don't know. Season six in general is just kind of a mess. But yeah, you know you're, you're wrapping up yeah. a series, You're trying to spin off the new one I get it but it's like you know gonna like it. it's it's basically like season six and seven of Murder She Wrote where they were just trying to like well in case Angela Lansbury doesn't come back or doesn't make it let's uh, see if we can spin off uh, the, the episode you know a series about a football player and a dog yeah, or a poodle <laughs> it was a real thing look it up guys uh.
0: yeah um yeah
1: I don't know. I guess, uh, guys, uh, the Highlander series, it's on Tubi. Yeah. uh, w- would we recommend watching it? I mean, I- I'll say yes. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. I, I, I enjoyed it.
0: Watch it twice instead of supernatural.
1: There you go.
2: How about you guys? I would, I'd say yes. Watch, uh, seasons one through five.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Once Richie's dead, that just, that's going to be, <laughs> that's
0: really, that's really where you should end it.
3: Yeah. Uh, I actually enjoyed the last like two episodes. Kind of the uh the the, the one where it's uh what would it be like if uh uh oh, oh, yeah, yeah, if he wasn't right. there. If, that's uh, right. It's
1: like it's like it's a wonderful life, but uh yeah. it's something in the cloud. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So that's... I definitely and that's like episode fourteen, season six or something. Or thirteen, whatever.
1: Yeah, thir- thirteen and fourteen, whatever. Yeah, the last okay. two episodes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but also for that, you you kind of have to watch the first five seasons just to get the shot.
3: Oh yeah, so you know who all the characters are. Like like, why do they care about this guy? What do you care about this guy for? Yeah. And...
1: It, it, well, that's just it. Uh, the first time we watched, uh, you know, Endgame and uh, the Source. We didn't know who the fuck Mythos was. We didn't know who <laughs> Joe was. We barely knew who Duncan was. And so when they, you know, like somebody walk on screen and the music swells or whatever we're like who the fuck's this asshole
0: right we're like what the fuck is a watcher do they just like sit in the corner and masturbate yeah, or?
1: Exactly. <laughs> like yeah take his head oh god i mean
0: like the way they all talk about the watchers view of zero context that's what it sounds like
1: yeah we we merely document and observe thanks
3: joe Yeah, we just observe except this entire series (laughs) yeah
1: except every single time i i hang out with duncan in 93 episodes (laughs) well gentlemen thank you so much for joining us here on everything i learned from movies uh jim are you uh i understand you also have a podcast
3: Yes, I do. I am in with a few of my friends. We do. uh, It's the history of bad ideas or otherwise known as Hobie. Uh, We uh, release episodes on Tuesdays every week. We talk about pretty much what's going on in pop culture and what's going on in the world today. Excellent. Except politics. That's down the hall. There
1: you go. And uh, since uh, we're kind of skipping like what we learned, any final thoughts on Highlander that you'd you'd like to share? uh final thoughts on
3: highlander um again i, I didn't have the I, I saw a lot of the show before the movies came the other movies came out so i knew who the uh the characters were when end game and those things came or or so i watch them in order if you want to watch them
1: <laughs> yeah, <it> makes sense <laughs> yeah. Uh, Michael Backford, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I understand you also have a social media presence?
2: Uh, Yes, I'm on Fred's Instagram, Facebook, uh, Blue Sky. Um, I do an album a day on my social medias. Um, I'm also on a lot of podcasts. Um, Speaking of Roger Daltrey, we haven't recorded it yet, but there's going to be an upcoming Rock Solid episode where, Ooh. I talk about the uh, solo career of Roger Daltrey.
1: Oh, very nice uh, album a day. Have you done the Highlander soundtrack?
2: Uh there is no official Highlander soundtrack for the uh, oh, really? original film. I, I think the closest to it is Queen's "A Kind of Magic," which has the songs from Highlander. But there's like a couple of other songs, but they could have easily done a Highlander soundtrack because there's like a
1: couple. Yeah. Of, there's,
2: yeah, there's like. There's six or seven
1: at least on in the movie yeah
2: yeah and there's like an alternate mix of one of the songs that didn't get released on the kind of magic and like the new york new york songs not on anything so they could do an (laughs) official soundtrack
1: (laughs) i I think we're (laughs) okay with that (laughs) (laughs) not 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 the best version in my opinion but no but but
2: i mean it'd be it'd be nice to have though
1: Yeah, well, I'm sure there's a compilation on YouTube or something. I'm (laughs) sure. Nice. And uh, any final thoughts on Highlander?
2: Yeah, um, it was watching the series. It was an enjoyable watch. Um, It's probably the best way that the Highlander story is explained, because even though the original Highlander film is great, there was not really a lot of time to... uh, flesh out the mythology and all of that and the sword fighting's a lot better in the series as well and since yeah. you get more time with Duncan it, it it's kind of it that's why why I kind of like Duncan a little bit better than Connor even though I do like Connor McLeod fine too um it's an enjoyable watch um I mean it's not the greatest thing in the world but it's it, it was definitely it's worth your time if you do want to watch the series
1: yeah, you mentioned the sword fighting, and there's definitely like uh, the, the sword fighting's better. And there's, you know, great sword fighting, or, like when a, he's fighting like Anthony Delongis or someone who knows what they're doing or whatever, <laughs> as compared to like. If Richard Lynch is the bad guy in the episode. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they they definitely uh match it to the uh the actor yes. on the other end or or whoever the yeah. whoever the stunt double might be. But yeah.
0: and I have to say Adrian Paul did a decent job. He definitely gets better through the series with the sword. Yeah. But yeah, even yeah. at the beginning, he's a little clumsy, but you can see that he's tried. Yeah. As opposed to there's definitely a few episodes where you can tell his uh his co-star has not tried. <laughs> uh babe, are you on social media at all? I might be currently. Oh wow. You can find me everywhere. Untidy Venus. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. Uh, I'm on all the social media and I'm almost out of breath, so that's where I'm gonna go. Steve, where can we find you?
1: <laughs> <laughs> any 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 last thoughts on Highlander before you go?
0: Um and here we
1: are. <laughs> Thanks, babe. <laughs> You'll never guess how the end of this episode is going to be. Uh, <laughs> of course, you can find us on all the major podcatchers under Everything I Learned From Movies, or hit us up directly on Twitter, Facebook, and Patreon at Movies. That's Everything, Everything I Learned, I learned From, from movies. movies. Maybe I need to hit the higher notes this time. You're going to have to. They're, I I, they're not there right Everything now. Everything I Learned From Movies, yeah uh yeah we're everywhere um yeah guys coming up later this month we're going to be talking about highlander endgame and highlander the source (laughs) will will it get better or worse from here let's find out (laughs) i'm gonna enjoy the source right steve it's gonna be a good film you know what i i see on imdb it's at least three out of stars uh i don't i don't know how many stars exactly but Three out of
2: four, right? It's not like three out of 10 or. Yeah. So join us for episode <laughs> Highlander of the Source with Michael
1: Backford for joining us. Yeah. I think even Endgame, game, we're going to have uh, somebody on the podcast who actually had a Highlander podcast. So that should be interesting with an actual professional who knows everything about the series and can answer all of our dumb questions.
3: Yeah. Be great. Yeah. Ask the that fetus question.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh it's coming. <laughs> Uh, So yeah, I guess until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. I'm Mike. I'm Jim. (laughs) And this is Everything I Learned From Movies. movies. And here we are! We're the princes of the universe. Yeah!